Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefan Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. And welcome to another sub, sub, sub segment. Yes. Of fictional women around the world. And today we are talking about Echo, also known as Maya Lopez. And for those of you who are more firmly in the the realm of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and less in the comics, then uh, you probably saw her in Hawkeye. And you can see our Kate Bishop episode that we did about a year ago on, on that, where we talked about her a little bit. But she is getting her own spinoff series, which is filming in Atlanta right now. I have a friend who's working oh. on it. Uh, he's being very good about the NDA. Not that I'm like prying too hard. Wait, do I know who's on there? Do I know them? No. Not really. Oh, okay. I mean, I think I've mentioned them before, but no. Oh. Um, I have other friends, Samantha. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> Why? Um, this character is played by Native American actor Alakwa Cox, who is the first Native American hero in the MCU and second deaf hero. Cox also has a blow the knee prosthetic, which they incorporated into her fighting style in the show. She's badass. 
I know. <laughs> yeah. Standard Marvel disclaimer uh, is complicated. And I'm familiar with one storyline of this character, but when I was researching it, I was like, but what, wait, what? Um, so I'm kind of going to be, we're going to be jumping back and forth in a way I hope is not very confusing between the comics and the show, because right now they're similar, um, but they have a lot of different folks in some places. So like a lot of stuff that is Daredevil in the comics is Hawkeye. Uh, in the MCU. So things like that. So bear with me, as always, Samantha. You are along for the ride and ask any questions if you get confused. At least I know who this is. Yes, that's, yep. (laughs) Uh, So yes, today we are talking about Maya Lopez, a deaf Cheyenne Latin American. She originally was used and manipulated by Kingpin, but uh, she escapes his machinations and goes on to fight against him and his ilk. So, did you like my very dramatic sentence I said? Yeah, Machinations and ilk. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was feeling it. I was feeling it. You were. I mean, uh, Kingpin earns that drama for he sure. He does. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Vincent D'Onofrio. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Representation. Mm-hmm. So, for a bit of history, Maya Lopez was first introduced in the comics in Daredevil number 9 in 1999. Uh, she grew up with her father, a Cheyenne man named William Crazy Horse Lincoln, after her mother, who was Latina, left. It took a long time for Maya's teachers to realize that she was deaf in the MCU. Her father informed her he could not afford to send her to a specialized school for the deaf, that she had to jump between two worlds, that she could use her speed to overcome strength, things like that. Uh, As a child, she learned that her father was working with mobster Kingpin, who goes on to eventually kill her father, placing and her father places a bloody handprint on her face as he dies, which gets incorporated into her look. Um... And Kingpin becomes her guardian. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh-huh. And she sees him as sort of a father figure. He lies about the circumstance of her father's death, blaming Daredevil or in the show Ronan slash Hawkeye. He subtly coerces her into learning fighting and performance skills, and she excels in both. One of Maya's key abilities is that she can mimic any action that she sees. And we're talking like music, dance, fighting, everything, everything that you could imagine. Um, And that's where the name Echo comes from. It's very much like Taskmaster from Black Widow. Is that implicated in the uh, show, in the Hawkeye show? I think it was kind of hinted at, but it was never made really explicit. But... I think it was kind of... Because you see scenes of... I guess the way I interpreted it is she's just studying people's fighting styles. Uh, so you see scenes oh. of that, but it was never made super clear. Right. She, she seemed to be on. a badass in herself. So. Right. That was my vibe, too. Okay. Okay, another question before yes. we jump back in. I know you're going to talk about it in just a second, but why would they change... Uh, they just needed to introduce her, so they changed the uh, Patsy to be Hawkeye instead of Daredevil? I think I think there are a couple of reasons they did that. I think one Daredevil, they've had a little bit of like legal trouble getting that character, <laughs> uh, um, and kind of figuring out what they're going to do with the old show. Versus, okay. well, if you've seen recent stuff, then I think that some of that's been resolved. But also, yeah, their plot line, which I am going to go into, 
I mean, not that this would have necessarily stopped them, but it's like not the healthiest plot. It isn't with Hawkeye either, so I don't know. I think they were just like, <laughs> it makes sense to put him in here. Everybody was waiting for Daredevil to show up in right. Hawkeye because it's Kingpin. Um, right. So I'm not entirely sure. I guess is my long-winded answer to say I don't know for sure. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Snagajob. Snagajob is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time, or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer... Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242-424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six x visit tomboyx.com this is neil strauss host of the tenderfoot tv true crime podcast to live and die in la i'm here to tell you about the new podcast i've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half it's called to die for here's a clip all these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, because of this ability that she has, where she can mimic and echo all of these things, that that means that she is great 
at a whole host of things, from piano to ballet to boxing to composing, uh, everything in between that. When Echo does learn the truth about Kingpin, she turns on him. In the comic, she shoots him in the face and causes him to go temporarily blind, which is supposed to be seen as sort of a justice kind of thing, I suppose. Um, in the show, it's very much painted as a long time coming, um, or at least in the sense that after her father died, she felt like she should have more control, power, responsibility than she was getting. And she drew a lot of ire for investigating and questioning what really happened to her father. When she confronted Barton about it, he said, uh, slash signed in ASL, that uh, they had both been manipulated and used as weapons. Her kind of bow later attacks her after she probes him about where he was when her father died and also kind of a whole leadership thing going on. Um, claiming he should be the one in her spot, not her. And in the show, she shoots and apparently kills Kingpin. Though I don't buy for one second that he's dead. Not one second. <laughs> no. Well, didn't he just disappear? Like, you, you don't yeah, see his body. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that, but I think you're right. Yeah. They come back and he's not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No way is he... He's coming back for sure. Okay, but yes, before all that, in the comics, she met Matt Murdock, not realizing that this was his alter ego, Daredevil, the alter ego of Daredevil, who she believed had killed her father. And the two felt an attraction for each other. Um, Through a variety of things, like studying Daredevil's moves and getting to know Matt Murdock, she realizes that Kingpin lied to her about the circumstances of her father's death. She studied these videos of Daredevil's fighting techniques to copy them and confronted and almost killed him, like, multiple times. And the only reason she didn't one time was kids were watching, which I thought was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not today. Did you say they were attracted to each other? Yes. Isn't she, isn't she supposed to be significantly younger than him? Am I wrong? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not, show? Sh- I'm not sure in the comics, to be honest. I, st- okay. I mean, there's still an age gap. I don't know if it's significant. But in the show, it certainly feels like a pretty significant mm. gap. <laughs> let's, let's not do that. Let's That's not, why let's I was like, that. maybe, but it's also not great with <laughs> Hawkeye. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Sorry. She, yes. She's seen teaming up with all kinds of heroes, including Wolverine, and has a romantic relationship with Hawkeye. That doesn't last. What? Um, yep. She also works briefly with Mark Spector slash Moon Knight, and they met while she was undercover as a stripper, and they have a romance that doesn't last, if you're seeing a pattern here. Yeah, why? <laughs> yes. While working with him, she dies in combat, but is later revived. She eventually joins the Avengers and assumes the Ronin mantle. Uh, and it was a big reveal when you find out who who it was. At one point, she encounters and fights Elektra, but learns that it is a scroll impersonating Elektra. So those are the aliens that can shift, shape yeah, shift. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so this kickstarts the secret invasion plotline, which is a show that is coming soon to the MCU, and they've already had pieces of all over this, recently. This universe should have been destroyed 10 times over, it seems, with all of this going down, but okay. <laughs> It's so, so fun to wrangle these plot lines into something that is hopefully coherent. Um, (laughs) She was also tricked by Loki at one point, who, while disguised as Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, asked for her help for a women's settlement on another planet that was being harassed by gods. Um, 
Maya agreed, and upon realizing she'd been tricked, had to fight her way out of the situation. And one of the women of the planet gave her a vision of the future, and she saw only fire. Maya incapacitated the god that had been making them fight for entertainment and then left him for the women of the planet to deal with. Boom. Yep. Okay. This is where I was like, oh, really? <laughs> Phoenix Force. <laughs> or just Who's go with Phoenix it. Phoenix Force? <laughs> just go with it. I'll try to explain okay. it in a second. All right. I'm going I'm, I'm to, okay. <laughs> Phoenix Force later had her fight in the contest of champions, and she lost in her battle against Namor, the Submariner. She was later resurrected once again when the Phoenix chose her as its host. After she collected all these other things, she could fully embody Phoenix Force. And yes, a former host of this power, Jean Grey, contacted her, urging her not to let it consume her as Maya was reborn as the Phoenix. Wait, I, th- I thought uh, Jean Grey is still alive. That's how the timeline got re- rewritten. Yeah, yeah. But she contacted her and was like, oh. this is not a good thing. Don't let it consume you. Oh, so she's not you. the Phoenix anymore? No. Now, Maya is. This was news to me. I'm telling you. Okay. Interesting. I know. It is. It is. And I will say, as we wrap up here, uh, some of the... I can't speak to the... Some of the costumes, not the best. Some of it's pretty good. But, you know, some of those tropes you want to avoid when it comes to women and women of color. And then also, no women have written the comics for this character. And I believe no Native American people have mm. written for this character. On the upcoming show, though, they uh, the show has hired a couple of deaf writers and several Native American writers. So that's, that's good. And hopefully we're going to see more stuff, more progress like that in the future. But yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes in the show. And as always, if you have any suggestions for uh, people we should be talking about on this segment... Please let us know. You can email us at Stephanie Momstuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Momstuff Podcast or on Instagram at Stuff I Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is production by iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 